Good evening, everybody. I want to welcome you all to relationship once again. And as you all know, I am Pastor Ben Okoji, your host for relationship. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone, both those who are new to the platform and all those who have been in the platform. Uh, I sincerely appreciate every one of us for our. Um, commitment towards the platform and our followership hallelujah we're going to be looking at a very important topic today very important topic hallelujah as we started last week we began on a series on righteousness hallelujah Um, and we began to talk about the gift of righteousness and i said today we're going to be talking about the fruit of righteousness we're going to be exploring a lot of the righteousness of God and we trust God to help us that as we digest these things we grow in the spirit the essence of taking in the knowledge of God the word of God is that we grow I've always said and I keep saying when you eat balanced diet you grow well for a physical being for a physical body hallelujah same happens when you eat spiritual food it grows you when you begin to feed your mind with truth feed your mind with the word of god it builds you up to maturity that point of maturity where we begin to take responsibility for the things of god begin to understand the kingdom of god that will begin to express the kingdom of god this is what we call the life of sonship as super says in the book of romans for the endless expectation of the creation awaits the manifestations of the sons of god Hallelujah. And I told us that when we begin as, as believers, we begin as infants, then we begin to grow. And as we begin to learn the ways of God, we begin to learn, begin to feed, we grow beyond being children. Paul was speaking in the book of Hebrews, I think chapter 5. He said, when I came to you, I could not speak to you as children, as matured, but as of children, because you still needed milk for babes. He said, let us go on to perfection. There are more higher teachings for sons hallelujah so this evening we're going to be looking at something we're going to be looking at the fruit of righteousness we began last week to establish the fact that um, righteousness is a gift the nature of god gifted to man and we trust the lord to open our eyes to see and to receive this truth just if you can pray in the spirit you can pray in tongues pray one minute just say father speak your word to me thank you lord jesus Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Speak your word to us. And we ask for the spirit of understanding that as your word comes, we receive it. And it gains root in us and begins to bring forth fruit. It begins to germinate. Just give him praise. Give him thanks. One minute. Give him thanks. Jesus, we worship you. We give you praise, Yahweh, you are good. Yes, you are good. We worship you. Come on, Ashkebronakai. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you, Father. Now, we're going to be looking at the fruit of righteousness. Now, we started off last week with the gift. Now, the gift of righteousness is the life and the nature of God gifted to man. Now we explain the fact that it is you didn't we don't work for it. No. It's not because we do good or bad, we do right or wrong. No. God decided to gift his nature to man because he understood that man in himself, having fallen from 
the original plan and pattern he created him cannot live up to his standard and we saw that through the old testament hallelujah i wouldn't want to spend much time on that anymore so we have enough time to talk about what we have for today so now god gifted us his righteousness now we are saved not by works but by faith in the finished work of christ so we have the life of god yes now that we have the life of god what next now that i am saved what next you see a lot of believers make the mistake of staying in the point of salvation you see walking with god is like climbing a mountain yes walking with god is like climbing a mountain there are different platforms different um is it strata now or stratum yes the plural form now listen when you come before him the first thing he does is that he saves now the first platform the first strata you stand upon is salvation now there are higher levels you're saved now you have the righteousness of god in you you are in the realm of salvation hallelujah now we must begin to climb we must begin to go higher we must begin to now explore the life that has been given to us in christ now this leads us to having received the righteousness of god what do we do with it how do we now begin to how do believers how do how do people begin to know that indeed we have the life of god do they just look at your face and say okay this one is saved hallelujah he says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven now we're going to be looking at the fruit of righteousness now the fruit of righteousness speaks of that which comes out of us as a product of the gift of righteousness we have received now listen when the life of god comes into a man it is like a seed planted it is like a seed planted now we're going to be seeing a few scriptures we're going to be looking at scriptures to understand this hallelujah now i think i should let, let, let me take us through some scriptures so we get to understand the basis of what we're speaking from hallelujah thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus let's look at a few scriptures hallelujah let's look at a few scriptures hallelujah now we're going to be looking at second corinthians 9 verse 10 now it reads it said now he that ministers seed to the sower both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness the fruit of your righteousness take note of that the fruit of your righteousness now Ephesians 5 verse 9 it says for the fruit of the spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth now let's look at another scripture Philippians 1 verse 11 it says being filled with the fruit of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God being filled with the fruit of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and the praise of God James 3 verse 18 and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace hallelujah now let's look lastly Hebrews 12 verse 11 it says now no chastening for the present seeming to be joyous but grievous nevertheless afterward it yielded the peaceable fruits of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby now we're going to be looking at this scripture we're going to be dwelling on it now you see several scriptures that we just read has shown us that there is a fruit of righteousness now every fruit is a product of a seed planted now when the life of god comes into you it has been the, the, the it is it is the nature of god deposited in you it's like a seed now that seed 
must find expression. It begins to germinate. How does it germinate? You begin to cultivate it. Now, this is what we're doing now. That as you begin to feed it. Now, when you plant a seed as a farmer, you begin to water it. Yes. That water speaks of the word of God. He said that he may sanctify them by the washing away of water by the word. So, the word of God is scriptures. Water refers to God's word. So, what we do now is that now that we have received the righteousness of God, we must begin to feed. Taking in God's word regularly and feeding is the act of watering the seed that has been deposited in us, the life of God, to the extent that the fruit begins to show forth. Hallelujah. That the fruit begins to pop up. Now, you see, having been saved, there has to be an expression of a life. Righteousness, the nature of God wants to express itself through. You see, this way a lot of believers have the issues. You discover that they are saved, yes. But they've not allowed themselves to express the nature of God, which is righteousness. They've not allowed themselves to be too taught to the point that the fruits of righteousness begin to be revealed in them. So you see believers who still do terrible things. You see believers who are gullible. Um, gullible. You see believers who are fraudsters. You see believers who steal. You see believers who lie. Why? Not because they are not saved. They are saved. You see? But you see, you need to allow yourself be be cultivated by the word of god you must give yourself enough to the word of god that that seed in you begins to bring forth fruits the seed in you begins to produce fruit this is what we call the fruits of righteousness the life of god in you is like a seed now taking in god's word is watering god's word refers to the water here watering that word to the point that the nature of god begins to come out the life of god begins to come men begin to see it it's not just something you say oh, i'm a christian people can look at look, are you a christian yes no it is from your expression men begin to see these things hallelujah now briefly let's look at philippians chapter 11 and um, 1 verse 11 where we read before hallelujah 1 verse 11 i'm going to read that scripture now um from verse 9 Philippians 1 from verse 9. He said, And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more, and more in knowledge, in knowledge, and in all judgment. Verse 10. That ye may approve things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Verse 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Christ Jesus, unto the glory and the praise of God. Hallelujah. Now, are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? Verse 9, it says, that ye may abound yet more and more in knowledge. So, it means, if the fruit of righteousness will be expressed, and if we will be filled with the fruits, then we must abound more and more in knowledge. You can't take away knowledge from it. The knowledge of God taking time to stay to meditate upon the knowledge of god helps you nurture the, those fruits and cultivate them to the point where you begin to see fruits unto righteousness hallelujah verse 10 it said that ye may prove you may approve things that are excellent that ye may be sincere and without offense be sincere without offense now get this part you have the life of god in you you may make mistakes. God still sees his life in you as righteous, you get. But you see, you must begin to now walk. This is where the impute comes in. You're not righteous before God because you're walking. No. But if the life of God in you must be visible, must be expressed, must be seen, then you must, you, you must need to put the work in. You must need to discipline yourself to stay with the word of God enough and grow in knowledge that that life begins to produce fruit. Hallelujah. 
that life must begin to produce fruit. Men must begin to see the, the, the reality of that righteousness that you have received. It is not enough to just talk it and say we are Christians. No, I'm, I'm saved. Yes, I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, those are words. But in our actions and in our deeds, the life of God must be visible. The fruits of our righteousness must be seen, must be seen. Hallelujah. And let's look at another scripture. The scripture I said we're going to dwell in. Hallelujah. The scripture I said we're going to dwell in. The scripture I said we're going to dwell in. Let's look quickly at um, Hebrews. Same Hebrews where we read before. Hebrews. Hebrews 12, 11. Hallelujah. And I'm going to take that scripture from um, verse 10 now. Hallelujah. It says, For they verily for a few days chastened us after, after their own pleasure. But he for our profit. Now I'll come again. Verse 10. Hebrews chapter 12. Verse 10, for they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit. He was speaking about God now, chastening. He who he loved, the Bible says he chastened and scourged. What does that mean? Now he begins to touch certain parts of you. He begins to touch your lust. He begins to touch your, your greed. He begins to touch your, your, your falsehood, those false mentalities that we grew up with. Now don't forget I said last week, know it, that when you are saved, it is your spirit man that is renewed. Your flesh is still the same. You like food, yes, it's still in the flesh. You like fashion, it's still in the flesh. You like money, it's still in the flesh. The weakness of the flesh, the things the flesh loves, the or oh, the flesh loves um, to to be to be pampered, it's still in the flesh. You see, we must now begin to give ourselves to that life of righteousness to the point that it begins to show through our flesh. That is not something that just dwells within now. It begins to come out. So you see, the Lord begins to allow us to go through certain things. He begins to take us to certain dealings, certain experiences. This is what many believers don't understand. This is what they don't like. You see, they, every, a lot of believers want to want that gospel that sweetens their flesh. They want that gospel that tells them, oh, you're okay the way you are. You're perfect the way you are. Yes, it is true. You are perfect in Christ. But in yourself, you are imperfect. So you must now begin to give yourself to the knowledge of Christ enough that the perfection in Christ will become visible outward. You see, we begin to strive to the point where our flesh begins to reveal the perfection in Christ. Hallelujah. Now, it says, furthermore, we, 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 we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. Verse 9 now. And let's go to verse 10 again. It says, for the verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit... That we might be partakers of his holiness. Verse 11. Now, no chastening. He said, He chastened us that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, in verse 11, he said, Now, no chastening for the present, seeming to be joyous, but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. What does that mean? God begins to take us through certain things. He begins to reveal. You see, when you come into Christ and then you are saved in your spirit, we must begin to give ourselves to the nature of God, to, to that life. We must begin to give ourselves to the knowledge of God, to the point that God begins to reveal your imperfections to you. He begins to show you your faults. He begins to show you your lies. See, this is where many believers don't get it. They want to serve the Lord, but they don't want to be touched in the flesh. They want to serve the Lord in the state. Oh Lord, accept me as I am. Yes, he does. He will always accept you as you are. But you must allow him to touch your weaknesses. That out of your weaknesses, he perfects you and brings out strength. I believe somebody is getting blessed tonight. 
it begins to touch your weaknesses and then it begins to strengthen you. Those things that used to weigh you down. Apostle Paul was speaking, he said, I find myself doing the things I do not want to do. What is the problem? Now, he was saved. This was in Romans 7. The things I don't want to do, I find myself doing them. He said, what is the problem? I find this war in my members. He said, the spirit wars against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. But I will have to give myself enough. He said, I thank my God that with my mind, I serve the law of Christ with my body, the law of sin. What was Paul saying? If I give my mind to Jesus, I find out that if I give my mind to his knowledge and to his revelations, my life begins to produce his fruits. But if I give myself to the flesh, I find myself living the life of sin. So see, every believer has that responsibility to begin to give themselves to the knowledge of God and then begin to take in this knowledge and begin to walk by this knowledge to the point that the life of God is revealed in us. It says, now no chastening. Chastening means unpleasant circumstances, unpleasant situations, things that you do not like. Now, the, the Holy Ghost begins to lead you and begins to prompt you to stay, to wake up, to pray. Begins to take you through certain dealings of fastings and of prayer. Begins to take you through certain things, certain kind of discipline. Why? To kill certain nature. To tame the flesh. That the life of God becomes visible. It's a no chastening for the present semen to be joyous. It's not fun. A lot of believers want to live the Christian life and have fun. Oh, let me do what I like, when I like. Fun all the time. We go to church and we just shout glory. And we're told that, oh, you are perfect like the way you are. You are good. No, it is, it is true, yes. But see, you must give yourself enough. Begin to accept the knowledge of God. Begin to receive it. Begin to meditate upon it. Apostle Paul told Timothy, he said, meditate upon those things. Give yourself wholly to them, completely. Let your mind, let your soul be captured in it to the point that he said, your profiting will appear unto all men. The aim is not that you, you, you become pure in the way before God. No, you are pure in his eyes. He has given you his life. He has given you his righteousness. That's why you can even approach him in the first instance. But you see, the aim is that your profiting, this life you have received, becomes visible to the world. That men begin to see indeed that a transformation has happened in this person. A lot of believers give their life to Christ and they just sit there in the point of salvation. They just want to be there. Oh Lord, give me. They, they remain in the point of babes. They don't want anything touched. They keep their greed. They keep their falsehood. They keep their weakness. They keep their loss. They keep their anger. They keep their bitterness. They want to hold on to those things. But no, the Holy Ghost wants to get rid of those things. That your flesh is touched. Not just your spirit man now being alive in the spirit. Your flesh has been touched and altered to the point where certain nature that is not consistent with the life of righteousness begins to die. It's a no chastening for the present semen to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yielded the peaceable fruits of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Now, is Paul was speaking to believers. Apostle Paul here was speaking to believers. Paul wrote all his books to believers. He says, Afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them that are exercised thereby. Not to them who try to dodge the process. Unto them that are exercised. So it means you must allow yourself to be exercised by this knowledge. Give yourself enough to this knowledge. Let the Lord take you through that which is taking you through. It may seem painful at some point. It may seem like you don't understand what is happening. Oh, why am I going through these tough times? The Lord is trying to perfect His nature in you. He's trying to get rid of those things that when your flesh, those things we picked up from traditions, those things we picked up from society that are faulty, that have precluded us from living the life of God. Now that you have it within, He wants that life to be expressed without. Now that you have it within, He wants that life to be expressed without. 
it out. So you must begin to let him take you through the dealings. You must begin to let him take you through the pruning of the knowledge. That He begins to renew your mind. He begins to take away those old knowledge. He begins to uproot the things you used to know. The way you think life used to be. Oh, those things you learned from your family. Those things you learned from parents that are not consistent with the word of God. You see a lot of believers who say, oh, this is me. This is my nature. Everybody should accept me as I am. This is who I am. This is how we are in our house. And all sort of things you hear people say. But you see, this is not the life of God. No. That anger must be touched. Whether it was inherited or whether it was groomed, whether it was learnt, whatever be the source, it must be taken away. That nature that makes you acting consistent with the life of the Spirit must be taken away. The fruits of righteousness, the fruits of kindness, of love, of goodness, of purity, these things must be visible. The light of God must begin to begin to reveal itself, must begin to show forth, express itself through you. But you must allow yourself to go through the learning. A lot of believers are not learning, they are not feeding. They just want to be told what they like. They want to be, they want to be, they want to be, they want to be, they want, they just want someone to pamper. They will tell them they are blessed. Tell them that they, this week they will receive favor. All these things are good. But you see, we have already been blessed. We have been given all things that pertains to life and godliness. We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. We must know these things. It's a teaching for another day. You must come to that consciousness. But you see, the life and the nature of God must be revealed in and through you. Hallelujah. In and through you. Now let's round up with the last scripture now. Let's look at the last scripture. scripture. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now let's look at Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Okay, let's look at Philippians chapter 4 first. Sorry, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to be reading in speed and just drop something for the sake of time. 4 verse 17. This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as the other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. Look at that scripture speaking about their mind. Verse 18. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Are you seeing that? They are alienated from the life of God because of ignorance. They don't know. They have not given themselves to the knowledge of it. Now verse 19. Who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to walk all uncleanness and greediness. Verse 20 says, But ye have not so learned Christ. In other words, it is not the Christ that you were taught. Verse 21. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. Verse 22. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to deceitful lust. Verse 23. This scripture should hit you and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. So it means the only possibility. The only thing that can give that ability to put off those life that were inconsistent with God's word, that can put off those lust, put off those pride, put off those, those, those bitterness and rot and lasciviousness and lewdness, is that you will give yourself to 
being renewed by the knowledge of God. He said, in the spirit of your mind, God cannot use you when your mind is absent. Your mind must be given. You see, a lot of believers want to just, they think the way they want to. We go, we go online, we take motivational quotes, we go online, we read books and materials that are not consistent with God's word. I want to live our life by these principles. No, it doesn't work. We must give ourselves to God's word, the source of genuine fruit, to the end that our minds will be transformed and renewed. Then the nature of God that we have received is not just inside of us. It begins to find expression outside of us. It begins to find expression. The fruit of righteousness begins to show. The fruit of righteousness begins to show. And in verse 24, in this same Ephesians, it says, And that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Hallelujah. Do you see that? Put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness. Put on. Put on in your flesh. This man is within you. You must bring him out and put him on. Now listen, when you receive Christ, he puts himself inside of you. But as you begin to give yourself to the knowledge of God and you begin to receive that transformation and renewing of the mind, Christ is not just inside of you anymore. Just inside, no. You put him on. That men no longer begin to see you the way you used to be. See your life the way you used to be. Oh, she used to lie. He used to steal. He used to be greedy. He used to cheat. No. There's a new nature they see. That which has been deposited into you by God begins to find expression. And they begin to notice that something has been altered in this person. The fruits of righteousness. The fruits of righteousness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. I trust you've been blessed. I trust you've received something. Thank you, Lord. Give us, give us understanding and help us to function in this light. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. I pray the Lord gives you the grace to stay with his word and be transformed by it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. See you next week for another episode. We're going to be dealing on the works of righteousness and you'll be so blessed i love you god bless you see you next week